0: Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo, episode 23, and I am Demetrius Malbro, your Chief Data Protection Chef. And Data Protection Gumbo is set up with the aim to expand the awareness of the IT industry by being a voice for protecting all types of digital information. And today on Data Protection Gumbo, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce Jeannie Liu, Senior Product Marketing Manager at DATOS.io and Charlotte Goyal, Senior Product Manager at Datos.io as well and this is part one of a three-part series and Datos.io solves new data management challenges for cloud and big data databases so that enterprises can confidently deploy and scale their applications without worrying about data loss. Welcome to the gumbo. Genie, and Shalom. So tell me how the IT application stack is changing and what some of the impacts of this change are?
1: Sure, as social, mobile, and cloud continue to make their way into the enterprise, what we're seeing is that organizations are rapidly adopting next generation applications. And these applications gather large amounts of data at a high ingestion rate, and process that data in real time to deliver actionable insights. Uh, Some of these applications include IOT, analytics, and e-commerce. And most of these applications are deployed either on-premise, on distributed databases, such as Apache Cassandra, MongoDB, Apache HBase, or on cloud-native databases, such as Amazon DynamoDB, Amazon, Aurora, uh, and Google Bigtable. So, and some of the impacts, as you had asked, are that as these organizations adopt these next-generation distributed databases, they also need an ecosystem of data management products to protect that data and extract value from the data. Um, However, the challenge is that distributed databases that support these applications uh, lack enterprise-grade data protection solutions. And it's this gap that's putting enterprises at the risk of data loss and furthermore, limiting their adoption of this new infrastructure. So enterprises will not be able to onboard their mission critical applications on these distributed databases unless this gap is addressed. I wanna quickly mention that what is interesting here is Mitch Betts in his CAO article pointed out that the tools that manage missing or inaccurate data are required to actually get value out of big data. And furthermore, in one of the customer surveys that we recently conducted, it showed that as much as 61% of app architects and DBAs believe that lack of backup and recover solutions is inhibiting the growth of distributed databases in the enterprise.
0: I do agree with that 100%. (laughs) So um, I guess a very important question here would be, I guess, why do enterprises need data protection in the first place?
1: Sure. So I would say there are two key reasons why data protection is important. The first, it's to minimize application downtime in the event of data loss due to hardware failures or human error. Uh, human errors occur all the time, such as fat finger errors. And in today's always on world, customers want instant access and application downtime can be hugely detrimental, um, leading to loss of customers, loss of RAN, and ultimately loss of revenue. The second reason is that there are compliance requirements in certain verticals. So think of um, uh, healthcare, financial services. These organizations require, um, they, they require um, to be able to retain and recover data over its lifetime. So it's important for enterprises to have the ability to protect, recover, and manage that data over its life cycle. So one of the use cases that customers care about is um, refreshing their test dev environment with production data to enable continuous development. So, a backup copy of production data can be used to enable this use case.
0: Okay, great. Those are both great reasons. So, how are the data protection requirements different for next generation distributed databases? And why can't customers use legacy backup and recovery products?
1: Sure. I'll hand it over now to Shalab Goyal, our product manager.
2: Thanks, Jeannie. So that's a great question, Demetrius. There are fundamental differences in legacy relational databases and next generation distributed databases. These differences are resulting in new data protection requirements that I don't think can be fulfilled by legacy backup and recovery products. Now let me go into these requirements and what is really changing. So first off, storage is no longer unified or shared. Next Generation databases are scale out in nature and they most commonly use commodity storage. For example, you use a direct dash storage at a node level. This creates a highly distributed storage pool, which is low cost and high performance. But this model is not conducive to using traditional database backup and recovery tools, which traditionally used to rely on shared storage architecture to generate point in time backups. Secondly. Next Generation databases are eventually consistent in nature. And they are not built around the traditional ACID transaction model that uh, we used to have in the traditional database, relational database world. And there are additional challenges when you want to create a point-in-time backup copy that is cluster-wide consistent for these Next Generation databases. If you choose to not create a consistent copy of of the backup Then you'll have to pay at the time when you restore this copy in terms of additional repair time that you have to incur, which can run into hours or even days. This may also result in anomalies at the application level. The third thing that's changing is and the requirement that's emanating from that is deduplication really matters at scale. With traditional databases, block level snapshots and block based deduplication techniques resulted in storage efficiency at the secondary storage. But in the distributed scale-out databases, there's a replication of data and that leads to a rapid increase in secondary storage requirements. There are three to six copies of every write operation that's made. So effective data reduction at scale is critical to success and economics of effective data protection in this environment. And finally, there are single point of failures and these single point of failures do fail. So legacy backup protection approaches commonly used media server-based architecture. And that architecture presents media server as a choke point in the secondary data path, which ultimately leads to media server being single point of failure for data protection infrastructure. Now, given these new next-generation applications, they have very high ingest rate. And the media server-based approach to data protection is not a wise approach and may not be able to keep up as your application grows and the rate of data change increases. In addition, there is always a risk of failure because the trend is towards using commodity infrastructure. So to summarize, there are new point-in-time backup techniques that are needed to get a consistent state across the cluster. The backup and recovery software needs to be scalable and failure-resilient. Backups need to be maintained in native formats so enterprises can leverage more out of the backup copies by doing things such as search and analytics directly on the backup data. And these backup software need to be flexible in their deployment model. So if I'm running my database in cloud or on-premise, my backup software should be able to address both the requirements.
0: Okay, Sharla. so just, just to make sure I understand here, uh, I, I guess what are customers doing now And are they doing enough?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, we did a customer survey just a few weeks back, and we found that more than half the customers are just relying on database native replication capabilities, and they're calling it data protection. But that is clearly not enough. Now, let me explain. So most distributed databases today, they provide native replication capability to protect the data in case my hardware fails or the nodes fail. And this only addresses the availability requirements. Replication does not provide a point in time backup and recovery capability. If you go back and look at most of the industry studies, they have concluded that more than two thirds of the time, data disasters that ultimately lead to application downtime are a result of human error. Human errors have a big impact on business operations and they occur randomly and they cannot be solved by solutions such as replication. Like I said, replication does not provide point-in-time versioning and recovery, so you cannot go back and fix these errors. In fact, if these errors are introduced, the native replication capability of databases can almost lead immediately to corruption across all nodes of that trust. We have also seen that some customers have implemented manual scripted solution, but in my opinion, that's very fragile and not scalable at all. In fact, our conversations that we had with one of the noted Apache Cassandra committer, Aaron Morton, revealed that most times these solutions cannot be relied upon to recover the data. That's when you most need them. So specific drawbacks of these scripted solutions are they are operationally intensive to manage. They consume a lot of secondary storage because there is no deduplication of replica copies. They are prone to failures as database nodes fail all the time. And they are very siloed in nature the scripts that you implement will only work for that database and that cluster. So clearly, we see a big gap as far as enterprise cloud native data protection for distributed databases is concerned.
0: Wow, that, that is definitely a big one. So two-thirds of data disasters are because of human error. So what what is at stake here, and why should this be, I guess, my priority as a customer?
2: Definitely, I mean the stakes are actually quite high. Let's consider a scenario where a consumer-facing application is running on Apache Cassandra, which is a distributed database. Now due to some mistake, a human error, a member of the IT team accidentally released a database that causes a major functionality of that application to become unavailable to consumers. Now let's think about it, what will happen? The customers will lose confidence in the organization, And the brand value of that organization will definitely take a massive, unrecoverable hit. How many times have we seen news on the front page where customers could not get their data back? It will lead to enterprises losing customers to competition and ultimately it will result in significant business loss. Now, at the end of the day, who is responsible for that loss? It is the business owner who owns the application and who is running that application. So definitely stakes are quite high.
0: Right, absolutely, and you, you can definitely turn on CNN any morning and see some type of data uh, protection disaster or some type of ransomware or anything happening that a customer loses their data and then their reputation is actually at stake. So given that the stakes are so high, you know what, what should customers do?
2: As you onboard these next generation distributed databases, you should start thinking about the data loss eventuality. Because over the application lifetime, data loss is supposed to happen, will happen. So you should start thinking about four things. First, the business loss. How will my business suffer if I lose the data? How much downtime can my applications or my business handle? The second is think about the risk associated with your current technology or the methodology that you're using to back up your data. Do you have any point-in-time recovery solution? Even if you have a manually scripted solution, you should check whether you have ever validated the data recovery that it will work when you need it. You should think about whether my data protection will scale as my application scales. A lot of times, we have found that customers are not that farsighted and they just think about the next few months, but as the application starts scaling, The data protection solution cannot scale with it. You would think about when my nodes fail in my database cluster, what will happen to my backup and recovery software? And will I still be able to backup my data as my nodes on the database source cluster fail? Third thing you need to think about is operational efficiency and productivity. Can I efficiently refresh my test and dev environments to improve my development agility? How much will I end up spending if I do a manual effort develop and maintain the customized scripts and customized backup solution. And finally, if you are in one of the verticals, like Jeannie said, uh, which cares about compliance, you need to think about, can I prove compliance with regulatory bodies? Or even if you have internal requirements, think about, can I prove compliance with my lines of businesses? But if you need help, we have experts at Datos.io who are willing to evaluate your environment for risk of data loss and suggest improvements.
0: Well, fantastic. I I really do appreciate that. And I definitely can say that I know uh, quite a bit more about, you know, data management challenges for cloud and big data databases. So I really appreciate the both of you coming on the show and have a great evening.
2: Thanks, Dimitris. Thanks for having us on the call.
1: Thank you, Demetrius.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Data Protection Gumbo, and you can check us out at dataprotectiongumbo.com, iTunes, or just Google us. Um, You can also follow me on Twitter, at dmalbro, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And also, I am proud to announce that we have now reached over 10,000 hits a month on the website. So thanks to all of the listeners, fans and the feedback that you have been providing me which has helped me improve the show tremendously thanks again and see you next time have a great week